Good afternoon, beautiful people. Welcome to episode four of the Dream Wager, February 1st, 2021. Joining me, as always, the man that makes this train run, Anthony. How's it going, Ant? Good, good, good. How's it going, everyone? Doing well. And alongside him, Elvis, the man who's been on fire in the NBA. What's going on, bro? Pretty good, pretty good. Been a long week prepping for the storm, man. Hell yeah, we got a storm up here in the Northeast. Our our fourth partner in crime. He won't be joining us today, Joe. He has a family matter to attend to, so our thoughts and prayers will be with him. But the show must go on. So with that all being said, let's segue into our first topic. The Jared Goff trade. What are your thoughts, Elvis? I feel like it was a great trade. For who? For the Rams. Why? You just went from being a borderline playoff team to Super Bowl contender. Oh, automatically. Automatically. Yeah, I I agree. I think it was... I think people, I've been hearing a lot that people were saying it's a lot. Two first-rounders, a quarterback, and the third-rounder for this year. But I just don't I don't think so. Do you think it was a lot to trade all that for one quarterback? Nah, not at all, because I believe Matt Stafford might be the might be the answer. Yeah. So say not this year, not next year, but two years down the road. He's only thirty two years old. It's yeah, not like he's, he's young. It's not like he's old. It just feels like that because he's been playing yeah, forever. Exactly. Like if two years from now or even next year, they win a they win they win a Super Bowl, that's that's a steal. That, that may be the steal of the decade. You said three years. I don't. E- I don't even think it might take that long. I think they're contenders right, right now. now. But I'm saying they're going to be contenders for the next two, three years. Oh yeah, possibly four. Aaron Donald's there. Uh, J- they got Jalen Ramsey on the contract. You have Cam Akers, an emerging star. Oh, you have exactly. all those offensive ro- weapons on a rookie deal. Yeah, you just got to you know keep you know healthy. I-, I could see why they traded for him. They're ready to win right now and. And their GM's comments last week was was predestined on the future for Jared Goff wasn't secure in L.A. They just don't trust him. You could tell by Sean McVay's facial expressions on the sideline. In the playoff game, he was healthy and didn't start. That was the biggest key factor right there. They didn't trust him in a playoff game. So, I don't know. I... I since the Super Bowl, they lost to the Patriots. He just he been downhill. He had, that was his great that was his best season. He got he got a hundred twenty million dollar contract off that season. He had a great year. He just been falling off since since then. Yeah, in twenty eighteen when he went to the Super Bowl, he was thirteen and three with a QBR of sixty four with thirty two touchdowns and thirteen picks. Since then, the last two seasons, he's fallen off. In the past two years, he's eighteen and thirteen with a total QBR of 54 with 42 touchdowns and 29 interceptions so it just it shows you in those two years he dropped off with all those offensive weapons they have an offensive line who's ranked third in pro football focused you're expected to put up numbers and they lost to the I can't believe my Jets beat them our our Jets Anthony's a Jet fan as well I, I just they put up nine points in the first half without even getting over a hundred yards with all those offensive weapons. That's just unacceptable. And it showed and they were done. They had a chance to go get a quarterback that they thought would take them to the promised land. And I think they found their guy, don't you? I th- I think I think he will. I think I think that's the right decision. I like the trade. 
I even think um, it, w- it could work out in the Detroit's favor as well. Jared Goff's a young quarterback. He had a couple good games this season. You saw what he did to the Bucks. Lit him up. Mm-hmm. Look, that defense is Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, I- I'm not high on Jared Goff. I think maybe Dan Campbell. <laughs> you saw his um, his opening press conference speech. Exactly. He's ready to have those boys run through a wall. You know, you got Kenny Galladay there. You got uh, Marvin Jones Jr. Marvin Jones Jr. is allegedly on the trade block to, to New England. <laughs> Come on now. He end up in Foxborough? Bring him in. That's what you mean. Bring need. him in. <sighs> now, but um, I, I think for both parties, it will end up working out, but Rams especially. But give Jericho, you never know. Detroit, yeah. Detroit could be somebody now. I hope he does do something in Detroit. But a lot of people were saying that's too many draft picks, but... The Rams have shown you in the past that they don't care about draft picks. They've traded away their since golf was drafted in 2016. Since then, they have traded away their next seven first rounders. 2017, they traded it to the Titans. 2018, they traded it to the Pats. 2019, traded it to the Falcons. 2020, traded it to the Jags. 2021, to the Jags. In 2022 and 2023, are right to the Lions. I, I feel like. These draft picks aren't going to necessarily be stars. They would just be, what, depth to already good team? It would just add depth, you know what I mean? So they're not guaranteed anything. So you go and give those draft picks away. But that, that shows you they're in a win-now situation. They oh, want to win now. They thought Jared Goff was that guy. That's why they were trading away the first-round picks. They yeah, thought he was that guy. So now hopefully they got their guy. But but the Stafford is zero three in the playoffs. Does that concern you a little? Yeah, but then they, I think uh, McAfee will have a great plan. Mm-hmm. I trust him. I trust the coaching staff to have him. You know, dialed yeah. in. Then that's a great defense. It's hard yeah. to fuck up. You know, that's a great. They're gonna keep you in every game. Yeah, I that's think. gonna. They're number one rated second. Best defense this year. They'll be top three once again next year. So yeah, that defense ain't falling off no time soon. It, it just—it's crazy to me. So if if Matthew Stafford goes for two first rounders, a, uh, a third rounder, and a quarterback, what do you think Watson's value? It just skyrocketed, don't you think? Yeah, if I'm if I'm the Houston Texans, and uh, the Lions just got a pretty good quarterback, you know, above average quarterback. Mm. Two future first round picks and a third round pick. I need I need five of them things. I need I need minimum three first rounders. No minimum 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 four or five. You understand? Like yeah, Jared Goff is Jared Goff, but Deshaun, <laughs> he's yeah. but he's top three and he's not three. Put it like that. Yeah. Did you hear what the Texans want for them for him though? Who the Texans? They hmm. they came out and reported with their request. Yeah, they want at least at least quote unquote. Two first-round picks, two second-round picks, and two young defensive starters. Yeah. yeah, I did see that, and they were saying they were mentioning about the Jets how they're the in the prime position to to give the Texans what they want, but they're they're mentioning names like Quentin Williams and that's too much. I think that's hey, too much. Yeah, for you you want to win, or you want to go? What we well, yeah, went three and thirteen. Two. Two. <laughs> I mean, Two. the Jets are exactly. still in the rebuild, so that's yeah. like it's yeah. In that and case, I it's doubt, too much. And I doubt Robert Salah would sign off on on giving a promising two. yeah two first round picks. But but my second. thing is, a lot of people were playing devil's advocate and saying, "Well, you could go find another Quentin Williams. You're not going to ever get a chance to go get Deshaun Watson." Yeah, 
which, which I is, agree, which is true. But I don't know that this new regime is moving in that direction. Yeah, and I think Robert Salah would like to solidify a culture with those draft pick, those future draft picks, and maybe these young defensive starters that he that they want, so he can you know grow upon them and start that culture and make them the new leaders and the big dogs in Gangreen. You know, absolutely. And Robert Salah also came out and said that he thinks Sam deserves another chance. He thinks that this new offense could give him a second chance and second breath in the NFL. We'll see. I just I don't want I don't want them to keep Darnold and then we find out he is really ass and now we're stuck with him. <laughs> you know what I mean though? Because that that's a possibility. I'm gonna be honest. Um, what you drafted him what three years ago? So he'll be on his um, last year of his rookie deal. Yeah. So fuck it. Why not? Just throw him out there. See if he has a career year. If he don't, but we what, could, y'all be y'all be in the top five again. But my thing is, if we trade him, we could we, he still has value. If he stinks up the joint. His value goes way down. We're not even going to yeah, get a you, one for him. We're going to get a two. You're going to trade Sammy D, two first round picks, and Quentin Williams, and a couple in a couple second rounders. Personally, I would give, I would give him the number two, our our late first rounder, a first rounder for next year, and then another first rounder in the in two years. And they say they want a defensive player. I just can't give him Quentin. Uh, just throwing another CJ. Oh. No, never. No. CJ, <laughs> CJ Mosley. I hope he comes back and plays this year, but I don't know. Yeah, I hope he has they a did great say, season. They did um, say young, so, I mean, he's a little old, but maybe like a, like a Neville Hewitt, you know? Yeah. Or, or, or maybe just throw him another second, third rounder. I, I say we give him Sam Darnold. Well, that's that's good. Let's segue into Watson. Like, what, where do you think he goes now? Because right off the bat now, two quarterbacks are off the market. So what lies ahead for other future quarterbacks, you think? I believe Watson, like you said, he wants to go to the Jets. Jets have the allegedly. most. Allegedly. He has, they have the most cap space behind Jacksonville, but he ain't going to Jacksonville. They, have the, they got the picks. And at the end of the day, he has a no trade clause, so that's where he wants to go. Yeah. So he's not going nowhere unless he signs off. Mm-hmm. I think his leverage went up as of yesterday. It's just gonna keep going up. Yeah, I, I, my thing is, if I'm the Jets, I, I, I wouldn't get off the phone because if Miami comes and swoops in and takes them, now you have to deal with Josh Allen and Deshaun Watson in your division. And don't think the Patriots are just gonna stay quiet. They're gonna make a move too. They're gonna go get a quarterback. So if I'm the Jets, you, the top priority has to be quarterback whether you want to stick with Darnold or you want to go a different route you have to make your decision before the draft uh, you got you got two years you got two years no because our capital goes away I think if we don't trade our picks I think our the how, I think you're underestimating the value of our number two pick a lot of people would want that right now and do do we necessarily want it I, I can't make that answer it's up to the GM and in Salah, but if you have a chance to go get Deshaun Watson for the second pick, and obviously it's going to cost you a little more, you you go and do it. That's my opinion. But if I was Houston, I would at least some way somehow try to like keep him. Try to like 
offer him something. Sit down, have a conversation. Yeah, like, yo, what's, what's, what happened? Something behind the scenes. Like, be like, yo, I'll give you fucking part ownership. Something. Because you got to keep him. You got to keep him. He's generational talent. Yeah, you I would agree. not see another quarterback. Like, like, we saw the fact that him and Mahomes went in the same draft is, is nuts. That's crazy. Yeah. It's nuts. Like, you're not going to see another Deshaun Watson pop up in the next five five years. Easy. Texans are in a whole rebuild mode, though, because... J.J. Watt wants out. He's just too much on the cap. Uh, O'Brien traded away D-Hop. Now, now it seems everyone was blowing smoke under O'Brien's ass when he got fired. But it looks like after he left, he was the only one holding this whole thing together. Don't you? Doesn't nah, it look think, like that? I think he did it hard. I, I, what? He I brought think, him to the playoffs last year. Look how crazy this this team looks without him now. Yeah, but I don't think he did a great job as a GM and coach because he had he had the full. Apparently, now it's coming out that that trade for uh, D Hop wasn't his idea. It was Jack Olsterby. Yeah, but if you're the GM, he got to overrule I don't know that. if he had complete control. He wasn't completely the general if, manager. If you're the, all right, so regardless, he's the head coach. Yeah. He's the head coach, yes. Mm-hmm. And he was supposed allegedly, the general manager. Mm-hmm. So you got to overrule that. You got to be like, no, no, no. And I, bet you, and I bet you if he's the head coach, why didn't you just bring Deshaun into the room to help you out? Think he would have signed off if you if you was against it? Bring bring the start of the franchise in. Bet you he bet you would have got your way. Maybe Deshaun would still want to play. Yeah, he changed his bio on everything. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah, he's, not he's gonna... hilarious for that though. Well, I wonder what it says. It probably just says N- no. It says NFL f- player. It says for football contact or for football inquiries. I, I got con- you right yeah. now. It says for football inquiries contact. I guess his manager or his agent, yeah, his agent and Who's for his marketing agent? inquiries. Um, I can't pronounce his name. His name is David Mo. Yeah, it's too many letters. David um, Mo, come on, let's go to the Patriots. Tell him we want to go to Patriots. Send him something now. Yeah, and for uh, marketing inquiries, contact answer NYC. Yeah, so he has a house in NYC. I mean, East Relaford's right there. But this is Super Bowl week, so we have to talk about our favorite Super Bowls that we've seen. So let's start with Elvis. What was your favorite Super Bowl that you've seen? Uh, Favorite? This is hard. This is hard. As a Patriots fan. This is hard. All right. You've been to so many. You got yeah, so many to yeah. pick from. Right. Let's go. <laughs> so I'm I'm going to say most entertaining. Most entertaining Super Bowl I ever watched came in a loss. Mm. Which one? Philadelphia Eagles. Mm. Patriots. Philly couple, special. A couple years back. Big Dick Nick. You know, that Philly special. At the end of the day, people forget. That game was a shootout. Oh, dear. It was a shootout. Great game. Brady threw for a uh, playoff record all time, 505 yards, mm. which is just nuts. Yeah, that is. In a loss. You know, um, for some reason, Malcolm Butler didn't play in that game. I guess Bill Belichick had him in the doghouse. I don't know what was going on. But Big Dick Nick just let it go for over 350 yards. Just let it fly. Do you think Doug Peterson outcoached Belichick? Not out coach Belichick, but I feel like Belichick, being the stubborn person he is, beat himself. 
by not putting his best players on the field. He had Eric Rowe out there. Wow. He got burned. Who? Eric Rowe. Exactly. Exactly. I don't know why you bench Malcolm Butler when he was playing over 90% of the snaps during the regular season and postseason. But, hey. Clearly did something. You don't get paid the big bucks to make those decisions. Exactly, and that's why he left the following season in Tennessee and got some big bucks. Wow. For me, it had to have been when I was down in Towson, Maryland, first time away watching a Super Bowl without any of my friends and family. It was kind of weird, but I think I saw the best Super Bowl that I ever witnessed. It's Super Bowl 51 in 2017. It was the crazy comeback when the Patriots were down 28-3. The Patriots came back to win 34-28. to The first half was just a beatdown by the Falcons. They were running. They were throwing. They, the Patriots had no answer. Everyone was quick to write off Brady. Oh, this is when the, desti- the dynasty is over. Yep, and here comes Tom Brady. They force OT, the first ever overtime in Super Bowl history, and they ultimately won by that by that pitch to James White and them winning. You have a second one? Yeah. Um, great story, by the way, though. Love it. All yeah. time. I was going to say that one, but I was like, you yeah. know what? I'm going to be honest. The, the Philly game, that one had me like – off the, like literally off my couch the whole yeah. game. Like I literally stand. It was just back and forth, back, back and, and forth. forth. Literally, literally the best game I ever watched. Honestly, wow. yeah, it was literally the best game I ever watched. Uh, my second one all time. The Falcons one is there, but as a fan, I'm talking as a fan, yeah, not yeah. just of as a Patriots. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? As from the sport, I would say I know you will agree with this too. Steelers in Arizona game. Oh yeah, that was insane. That was all time. That was all time. I don't yeah. know if you remember, but the uh, James Harrison ninety ninety nine. It was hundred and one yards. Hundred and one. To end the half. To end the half. Larry Fitzgerald with the tackle at the end. Yeah, but it was too, it's too late. late. It was it, too late. That was a crazy game as well. That fourth quarter was just back and forth, back and forth, and then y'all know how it ended. That's Tony Holmes back of the end zone. What a catch. Tiptoed on the sideline. Big Ben. He pulled that one out of his ass. That was, that's what you call big time throw. Oh, the big, biggest of his career. Big time throw. What that's, did you say? That's OG classic backyard Ben right there. I love it. Another Super Bowl that I really liked was in 2015. It was Super Bowl 49. It was the Patriots versus the Seahawks. The end result was the Patriots winning on a crazy interception by Elvis alluding to Malcolm Butler. He just he read that play right off the jump. First of all, I don't know how you don't give an all-pro at the time, Marshawn Lynch, the ball at the one-yard line. They were ready to go back-to-back Seattle. And then they choose to throw it. Take take me into his play calling. Like, would you would you do that? Me no. But I don't know what Pete Carroll was thinking. He 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 came out and said he made the call. Yeah, that was his decision. So I, I would mean, I do he, He's it? ready no. to live with it. Yeah, he was ready to live with it. I guess he was trying to prove Russell Russell Wilson is the star, not Legion of Boom. That's another factor. He beat the Legion of Boom. Yeah. Let's not forget now. Tom Brady was down 24 to 14 with about nine minutes left in the fourth quarter to the Legion of Boom. Yeah. Not just 
the Legion of Boom. And he did that. Shout out Malcolm Butler. Oh, yeah. But Tom Brady did come back. It was honestly remarkable. I, I we'll, we'll remember that play forever. Forever. Like, that's... We'll our, remember the people's reactions. Richard Sherman. <gasps> yeah, saw, Richard Sherman. The oh Richard my Sherman God. reaction was crazy. That, that would never go down. That would, that would forever be a meme. Talking about Super Bowls, let's get into Super Bowl 55 that's coming up next Sunday. Any prop bets that you like, Elvis? Uh, I haven't really been checking them out, but let's let's see. Let's dive let's dive into them. See what I we've... I got a lock right now. Let's hear it. Coin toss tails minus one hundred three. It's a lock. Tails never fails. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's watch when they flip that big coin and, and it's, it lands on heads. <laughs> nah, it's gonna land tails, baby. Other thing, I also. I like the Chiefs to score second at plus 170. I think Tom Brady gets the ball first, and he just drives it down. The Buccaneers' first touchdown, it well, passing touchdown is minus 185, or any other touchdown is plus 145. I like um, the first quarterback to throw an interception. I like the Tom Brady on that one in the uh, during the— wow. Bruce Arias, no risk and no biscuit offense. So, I definitely got Tom Brady definitely throwing a picking in uh, in this game, just because you know they always go launch it downfield. And you know Brady, he's he's gonna throw it instead of, of uh, trying to avoid a hit, still get his ass popped. But hey, he just throws it up there. He should have threw, he threw three against Packers. He should have threw five. They dropped like two. I like who will catch a pass first, either for for either tight end Gronkowski or Cameron Bray. I like Cameron Bray at minus one sixty five. I know Tom always tries to throw it to Gronk on in the Super Bowl, but him and Cameron Bray have had a great connection this year. Any others you guys like? I like the under on the the total. Yards on the longest touchdown on 46 and a half. Mm. I got that under. Do you have the um, this, the odds for it? It's minus 115 on both. It's, it's minus 115 on the over and 115 on the under. Both at one, uh, 46 and a half. I see that going under. I don't see no big plays. Unless Tyreek just burns somebody. But yeah. <laughs> I don't think that will happen this time around. Well... It shouldn't. <laughs> I actually like another one. It's uh, the first QB to be sacked. I think it's going to be Tom Brady. No, I think I, I said that on the last show. I said it's going to be Mahomes because the left side of the offense is weak now. I think and, it's going to be reversed because he's going to get the ball out quick. He Patrick Mahomes doesn't care about the offense. He doesn't even need it. Yeah, but I'm just saying, look, uh, no, miscommunication. I know. Just, you know. I, but I like uh, Tom Brady at plus 100. Spagnola's going to draw up the defense, and he's just going to blitz and blitz. But, yeah, on Friday we'll have our official picks for the game and for the side, the total. We'll all have it. Joey will be here. Yeah, Elvis? And I got one more, one final prop bet. Mm-hmm. Largest lead of the game will be uh, 14 and a half. That's the spread. I will take the under at 115. I don't see no team being up more than 10 the whole game. Cause it's gonna scoring. Be a, yeah, it's going to be a shootout, high-scoring game. Yeah, I like that, actually. Yeah. 
Yeah, I envision it being very close too. The only way is going to be more than fourteen, unless the Bucks start like twenty-four zero, like the Texans did the other year against Kansas City. Yeah. Well, with all of that, we will definitely have our official picks for Super Bowl Fifty Five on Friday's episode. You could follow us on Twitter at the Dream Wager. We will post all picks there. You can follow us individually. We post. We bet on every sport. We're degenerates. We post our our cards on our Twitter. You can follow us individually. You can follow me at Rock Twenty Four with two Ks. You can follow Elvis at E underscore the Dream Wager. And you can follow Joey at Joey D Sports. Thank you again, everybody, for the support. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you find podcasts. And have a great day. Thanks, guys.